Welcome to Oh, flip my mic off. Welcome to the Quality Content Podcast, where you come asking for quality content and we do not deliver. How's it going, Aaron? You wanted an actual intro, and I tried. Yeah. You, yeah. Who are tell, you? tell us where to find you on the social medias. You can find me on the social medias. Uh, for all the boomers out there, you can find me on the Twitter. Oh, God. Uh, for our millennials out there, you can find me on just Twitter, at Aaron Grisham. 247. Brian, where can they find your trash content? God, just look up I'm Brian Taylor on everything and you can see just my hot Garbo content. Mm, Just sweet, delicious Garbo content. So, for those of you who, who usually listen to this podcast on iTunes and not live on uh, Twitch, Twitch, sorry there was no upload last week. I made a boo-boo. I made an oopsie. Um, Basically, if you you missed out, the entire podcast was us pitching another podcast <laughs> that we may or may not make eventually, but for right now, it's going to be a segment on the quality content podcast called, Aaron, this is your brain baby, Fed Talk. Fed Talk, where we talk about food like the fat asses we are. Oh, God, I love so food. So I, I wanted to change your world. And I love talking about food. This, I wanted to change your world and, and take you to the company that has won the chicken sandwich wars. In my opinion. Yes. And that is Hugh Babies. Hugh Babies. We, right before we went live, literally, we both just finished the sandwiches. We went and got the chicken sandwich from Hugh Babies. Aaron, you've literally never been there before, right? Correct. Okay, give me, give me your opinion on this glorious chicken sandwich. So, uh, first impressions. Um, I walked in, I go, this is 100% a burger place. Not, yeah, a chicken, it, not a chicken sandwich. They place. have one chicken thing on the menu, and yeah. it's that sandwich. Yeah, so I was just like, all right, Brian's crazy. Mm-hmm. Brian thinks this sandwich is, is, you know, God's gift to Earth. It's here to destroy the Lord's chicken. Oh, yeah. It, and it, and it'll here to destroy Popeye's chicken. Up. You know. Um, Chick-fil-A. Yeah, so we order it. Uh, make our way downtown, walking fast faces past, and we're homebound. And... We get home, I pull sandwich out of the bag, and I go, "This is this is a small chicken sandwich." So, so you didn't like the 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 presentation. It is no, I don't I don't have a problem with the presentation. Okay, I had a problem with this is this you know you, you're you're telling me that this chicken sandwich beats Chick Fil A and Popeyes, yet it l- looked basically like a slider. So all the it's way a, up, that's unfair. It's it's bigger than a slider. It's between slider and like normal sandwich, right? Um, so I'm I was you know under the impression I was like this is gonna be a big old chunky piece of meat. Yeah, you know. Well, it was not a big chunky piece of meat, but it was a chunky piece of meat. Size doesn't always matter. Size. <laughs> Size does not always matter. Um, Most of the time, but not in the case of this chicken yeah. sandwich. So. Um, I got mine regular. It, so it comes with it's the 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 chicken, yeah, breast, yeah, uh, <laughs> with the the sauce. What do they call it? I don't know, but it's fucking delicious. It's a sauce. Yes, it's a sauce. Um, and then pickles. Yeah. Now I'm a monster. You don't uh, eat pickles. And see that? Well, for- no. Here's the thing. I will order it with pickles, but I hate the actual like texture 
of pickles. So, so what I do is you just want the remnant of pickle. On so your what sandwich? I do is I pull the pickle off so that I still get the flavor of the a pickle. What the fuck is wrong with you? just eat I, the fucking pickle? I you hate maniac. the texture. I hate the texture. Hold on, this has gone into a whole new conversation. What the fuck is wrong with you? There's nothing wrong. Do with you me. buy like jars of pickle no. and just like pour pickle no. juice on shit? No. The only time I ever get pickles on okay, a sandwich so, is is Chick Fil A. So you're telling me, and, well, and Popeyes. Sorry, Popeyes. You're telling too. me, if it wasn't for the texture of the pickle, yeah. you would like pickles. I like pickles, like pickles when they're deep fried. Why? I just did, don't like regular, like straight up. That is fucking bizarre. Okay. Are, why are you surprised that Aaron did something bizarre? That is in. I've literally never heard somebody who doesn't. Who likes a food but doesn't want to eat the food. They just want to have the memory of the food on their sandwich. Yeah, I mean... Okay, continue. Go on. (laughs) So anyways... Yeah? I pulled the pickles off. Uh Uh-huh. Kept the sauce, obviously. Yeah. And I got the flavoring of the pickle. Okay. On the bun. Okay. Took a bite. That shit slaps. Yeah, okay. That... The podcast that we got that I got this whole thing from, they rate their their foods on a scale of zero to a hundred. Yes, because that gives you a wide range you can play with. Give yes. me your rating for the sandwich. Um, just the sandwich. Zero is you're literally eating a turd. Okay, and one hundred is you're like one stimulant away from coming in your pants. <laughs> got it. Yeah. Okay, so I'll go ahead and say this. I don't think there's a single food on this planet that's a 100. <laughs> that's what you can't have. You have to have 100 be unrealistic. Right. And you have to have zero be unrealistic. Right. So you um, get a fair rating. So I think I would give this chicken sandwich. I would go back. I'd probably get two just because I'm 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 a big boy, and I like I like more. Um, I would give that chicken sandwich at Hugh Babies. It gets. An official rating of 82. Fair. I'm going to go a little higher and say 85. Yeah. Just because I, you liked it, but you weren't, I mean, you, you took a bite and yeah. you're like, that's a damn good sandwich. Yeah. The first time I took a bite, I did the whole, mm, like, like right. it affected me. Yeah. yeah I, I, I admit it's not like the best food on the planet because right. it's still fast food, but yes. like it changed me. Yeah. So I'm gonna go 85. You're gonna go 82. I but here's the thing though. Out of it, 100, it is very much comparable. Yeah. And this is tough to do. It is very comparable to Chick Fil A's chicken sandwich. Yeah. Because I would I, say, I, I, would, I like the bun at Chick Fil A more than I like the bun there. Yeah. I would say they're comparable. The only difference is this has the sauce. Yes. And Chick Fil A is like. Their it's just, their it's, grease is like the the peanut the grease. peanut oil peanut yeah, oil it's peanut oil yeah. Um, other than that, the texture of the chicken is very similar. Yes, but like Hugh Baby's chicken sandwich, fucking, yeah. I I say it's better than Popeyes. Wins the chicken sandwich war. It's I think, it, but if it's it's better than Popeyes for sure. Yeah. Uh, the thing that Popeyes, the only reason I think Popeyes is even considered is because they give you such a big piece of meat for such a good price. Yeah. Um, and it's really not that bad of a chicken sandwich, but Chick Fil A is still is still king. So we we have a cluster of messages here from Patty. Um, okay. 
The first one is a topic we're getting into later, so I'm not going to address it now. It's about oh, I, I already know what it is. But but let's go into the next couple ones he sent us on Twitch. And if you're listening to this not live, you can watch this every what's today Wednesday Wednesday at six o'clock on Twitch at or twitch.tv slash hasbeengames. You can listen in, interact with us in the chat, that sort of stuff. But Patty says he hates pickles. Pickles are absolutely disgusting in all facets, smell, taste, and texture. I could not disagree more. But then he goes on to say, I am sort of the same way as Aaron, except instead of pickles, it's coconut for me. What the fuck is... Okay, so you okay. You, you take... I have... It, I'm trying to figure co- out... Does co- coconut... There's not many things coconut is on Besides, that you can take off and yeah. still taste the coconut. I, I'm going to be completely honest... I, like, coconut to me is one of those things where only, it's like I don't know why people like no, it because I it doesn't fucking love coconut. It doesn't have flavor. No, coconut's the best. Uh, but like, so you like almond joys? O- it's, yeah, it's my favorite candy. The only thing I can oh, think you of, sick fuck. The only thing I can think of, and Patty, feel free to drop in the chat what you're talking about. When he said that, my my mind immediately went to he goes and gets uh, almond joys and just eats the almonds. <laughs> it eats the chocolate around the coconut and just throws out the lump of coconut. Oh God, yeah, almond joys are like the worst candy. Okay, okay, that makes more sense. He says so. It's not. It's not that he he like rubs it on his food or whatever. Right. He, he loves the smell and taste of coconut, but the texture weirds him out. Yeah, the, that makes more sense. Yeah, the 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 te- there's a lot of foods well, out there where the texture is just it's it's like have mushrooms. You ever, have you mushrooms? Te- mushrooms are fucking gross. The the texture like well because my dad will like my dad will make a steak and he'll throw some portobello mushrooms. on Yeah, it. it's just like oh man, the flavor on there it just adds to it. But it's like oh, I'm, it's like the texture is like it's rubber. Yeah. Have you ever had uh, have you ever legitimately had escargot? No. So escargot, for those uncultured, is is snails. It's a French cuisine. They eat snails. Fucking weird. I ate it on a bet on vacation one time. Legitimately, it's just it's a Wait, transportation. You, you ate it on a what? On vacation as a bet one time. As a bet. I thought you said you ate it on a bed. On I vac- ate it on a bed. I was like, no. why, why does I it matter that it, you ate it on a bed? I ate it as a bet. Okay. It's escargot is legitimately just a transportation method for uh, garlic. That's all it is. It's just buttery garlic. Really? Like, the snails itself, no flavor. So it's like you're, it, it's like you're just eating gooey garlic. Because, like, it's a snail. It's like it has, like, a weird gooey texture. But, like, garlic's fucking delicious. Like, you know, you, you know at Red Lobster you can get the, those shrimps that are, are, like, laying in that, like, bed of garlic? Or like the garlic sauce or whatever. Sure. You know what I'm talking about? Sure. Yeah. It's like that, except snails. It was good. I'll never order it again. But yeah. Okay. That ends Fed Talk. The Fed, that is the end of our Fed Talk for this episode. 82. 82. I got 85. Yeah. Excellent. The fries. The fries are, were pretty good. Yeah. I would like for them to be a little bit crispier. I would recommend Hugh Babies to anyone, but the rest of their food... Just okay. It's yeah. good. It's not my favorite. Chicken sandwich fucking slaps. I think, I'll get um, a, I think I'm going to try one of their milkshakes next time. I, I legitimately think we need to break this segment of the podcast off into a once every two to three week show that we record and it's like 15 to 30 minutes long and we yes. go to different places. Agreed. I, okay. So let's go on to the sports topics. The first one. Sports ball. The first one. That we have to talk about. I think it was in the athletic. 
uh, they reported that Nashville SC has only sold to this point. We're like 84, 85 days out, something like that. They've only sold 5,000 season tickets. Are you worried? Um, and if so, and, and it, it, you can, there's varying degrees of worry here. Yeah. That's where I'm trying to figure out like what, what, like what scale kind of like our chicken sandwich scale. There's, there's, there's zero, which is a literal piece of shit and 100 and 100, which is is one stimulant away from full ejaculation. Right. Yeah. But, but we're worrying though. Yeah. So, so zero is I'm about to jump off a building. I would say 100 100 is one stimulant away from full ejaculation. (laughs) I would say zero is you're not worried at all. Practically dead. 100 is the sky is actually falling. Okay. Okay, so zero is one stimulant. In this case, zero is one stimulant away from full ejaculation. No, you're... And you, 100 no, is maximum worry. You, you you ejaculate while you're dying? If I'm excited! you. But everyone's always a little bit worried. Okay. If you're not worried let's, anymore... Let's reset. If you're not worried let's anymore, reset. you're dead. Let's reset. Okay. 100 is your maximum worried sky is falling. Yes. Zero is you're not worried at all. Correct. Give me your actual, like, how worried are you about ticket sales as reported in The Athletic to to this day, which is like, what, 5,000 5, is what they said. 89. Give or take. Eight, so you're big worried. Well, I'm, I'm at like a cool, let, like, 60. Let me go ahead and say this. I am big worried, but I can be very easily skewed to be back down into the sixties. <laughs> okay. Because I feel like I feel like a lot of it is is a lot it's a lot of factors that are happening right now okay. which are adding to why we only have and I also don't think that, that number is correct. So I, I think um, I think it's probably a, a I'm not saying it's a lot more. I, I think it's still a number that's we're just well, like okay. we're, no one's expecting so, that. So, I I can't remember the name of the podcast. So forgive me, but there's a Seattle Sounders podcast that Tim yes. from Club and Country I listened to it in Nashville went on. Yep, and he has reached out since that story, before that story, and since that story to the front office to ask about the ticket sales situation, and he said the number that they gave him is higher, not significantly higher, but it is higher by like one to two thousand. Two thousand on you know, on a high estimation, right. one thousand on their on the low estimation. Still not great, but it's better than what the athletic was saying. Right. The athletic also reported that Miami is ahead of Nashville SC when it comes to season ticket sales for next season. Tim also pointed out on that podcast that while that is the case, you actually can't buy, and this may have changed since then, but you actually can't buy a season ticket for Miami yet. You can put down a deposit of like $10 exactly. like you could the fucking Tesla Cybertruck. I can go pre-order a Tesla Cy- Cybertruck right now mm-hmm. and put down $100 and be like, I'm going to own a Tesla Cybertruck and yep. then never fucking get it. Exactly. So... And I don't really trust model, that number. It's the same model I think Austin did too, where you can mm-hmm. put down because uh, Austin sold out like that. 
instantly. Yeah, everyone's just like, oh hey, ten bucks. But, but and you also had like an unlimited amount that you could put on. Yeah, so it's like here's ten bucks. I can buy fifty seats. Yeah, and I guarantee you. So we'll get into why we're worried on our varying scales here in a second. But I kind of want to go off on this on this tangent. Mm-hmm. Um. Austin. So I have family in Austin. I've been in, around Texas my entire life. My entire family lives Austin, Dallas, and used to be in the Lubbock area, but mostly Austin, Dallas now. Um, Austin doesn't have much when it comes to sports. They have the Longhorns, right? Um, but really, that's just football. And occasionally, they're good at basketball. And then that's it. The, the, they support either the San, San Antonio Spurs, which is like an hour away, or they support the uh, Houston Texans and Dallas Dallas Cowboys, but Houston Texans um, is at least what I've seen. They don't have a professional anything professional to latch onto. So the moment they announced that this professional soccer team was coming, it did not surprise me at all that they just immediately put down those deposits to to secure their spot in line. I would be interested in seeing what the numbers for Austin and what the numbers for Miami would look like if they did what Nashville SC did and almost a full year out allowed you to pay for your ticket in full. Um, That's not excusing at all where Nashville SC is at, but I would be intrigued to see what those numbers would look like. It definitely would affect the numbers. Yeah. 100% 100% would affect the numbers. That's And that's one of the factors where it's like, I'm not necessarily worried because we're getting like, we're getting a, a real deal number as to what our actual season ticket holder membership will be yeah. rather than Austin and Miami who are going to have these imaginary numbers. Yeah. And that's exactly what they are. That's not even me insulting them. But it's their imaginary numbers. But you here's can't, the thing, though: you can't tell me you're going to put down a ten dollar deposit and you get fifty seats, like I now, said. Now, is and that you know that? Oh, boom! I have a whole section already sold out because one person just blocked out the section. Yeah. Now I'm intrigued if if that could be in itself used as a a marketing kind of tactic, where it's like you have where you can put down a deposit. And essentially save your place in line to later buy your tickets. Yep. And it's the barrier to entry there is much lower. And people who are putting down the ten dollars, twenty dollars, whatever it is, fifty dollars, um, to save their spot in line, don't yet have the the sticker shock of a a full season ticket number of four hundred dollars, five hundred dollars, a thousand dollars. They just like yeah, ten dollars. I'll save my spot in line. And once they're already in that line, once that number comes, they're like, well, I've already made, I'm already somewhat committed. I wonder if the turnover there is higher than if you just immediately put out the ticket, the ticket price, you know, I I have no idea. Yeah. But I would be intrigued to see if that, that's the case. Yeah. Um, next point as to why I'm a little worried. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's get into why we're worried now. You, what you say, eighty-five? Yeah. Yeah. Eighty-nine. Eighty-nine. Okay. Yeah. So almost ninety, but not quite. I'm like at a sixty. Yeah. So we've seen around town that there's extravagant billboards. Yeah. Um, and there's been the occasional, occasional 
yeah uh commercial i'll see while watching like local television or yep. something like that but and then i think i've also heard maybe like a radio ad or two oh if you listen to 1025 it's yeah. literally every other ad break yeah yeah so and i'm sure that there's other things that i've just missed missed just because it's not the the channel yeah i see as as frequently as someone else would be but I just feel like there hasn't been enough outreach as to selling the brand. Now, I understand why they didn't do that for a while because you had the USL team and you had the MLS team. Same name, different logo. Yeah. One's about to whatever they do with it. Yeah. You know, uh, you don't want to go out and say Nashville SC, Nashville SC, Nashville SC, Nashville SC is going to be playing in 2020. And then people look and go, well, there's already a Nashville SC. Yeah. It's a different logo. I'm just confused. That turns off a lot of people. So I understand why they don't advertise with the new logo as much. But now that we've moved into, you know, the countdown to, you know, first kickoff, I kind of want to be smothered by some ad- advertisements. I want to be... Uh, j- I- Patty just asked about the stadium progress. Uh, we will, and he said, did they delay it again? And we'll we'll get into that. Yeah, after. definitely. That's because I do yeah. want to talk about that. Right. There was some talk I, about that recently. Of, that's one of my points. I'll, I'll get into, but um, right after this one, actually. Um, but it's just I I feel like we haven't really. I just don't know if there's just been that much outreach. I mean, I don't go to Titans games. Yeah. No reason for me to go to a Titans game. Yeah. But has has there been any Nashville SC push from the Titans? Not Anything not really predators. Now, so, I under, now I understand that in a way, like yes, we're all in the same town and everything like that. But the Titans and the Predators too will look at us like they're competition. Yeah, it's another pro franchise that will steal people. I think. I mean, you're you're correct, and I think right. it's more. I think. But in that same but breath, you you see you see the Predators and Titans yeah, work together too. So I haven't seen them. I haven't seen them at games do really much of anything. Um, granted, I've only been to one Titans game this year. Been to one Preds game, so it's kind of hard to get an idea. to get a get a full sample size. Right. Um, but outside of like interactions back and forth on on social media, which they do do a lot, like the pre- the Predators player players play soccer in the hallway yeah. before every game. And they usually tend to interact with NSC on that post. Yeah. Um, outside of interactions like that, I haven't seen much from the other two pro franchises. Well, major league pro franchises, right. excluding the sounds. Right. Um, which, again, isn't their job to do. Exactly. Um, it isn't their job to do. I don't know if those conversations have gone on. Right. It seems like the pro franchises in Nashville have each other's backs when it comes to, like, playoff time because like when the predators are in in their playoff push or in the playoffs or it's like a huge game you always see titans players there you always see that sort of stuff and vice versa um outside of that there's not really much cross-pollination when it comes to marketing in general so i mean while that would be cool to see and I, i think nashville sc should have and they still have time too have you know a presence at these events um if if the other team would allow uh i haven't i haven't seen much of it you know um i think it's something they should do especially at preds games i i don't think i don't think the the audience at titans games will cross over 
as much as at Preds games. I feel like people in Nashville and, and just the surrounding area, if they're a hockey fan, they're more open to going and checking out a new sport because hockey wasn't a fucking thing in the South. Uh, and a lot of people still don't like hockey in, you know, in, in Tennessee and in Nashville. Uh, so I think, I think that audience would be more susceptible, more open to going and checking out a soccer game than going and talking to some of the, you know, and I love them to death, uh, some of the redneck-ass fans at Titans games. Um, I think very much what's going to happen with Nashville SC is what happened with um, the Predators um, in the early stages. It's going to take gonna, a while. There's going to there's be growing pains with, with the fan engagement because I – this is I don't I don't want to say this is a bash on Nashville. I, I think every city is different when it comes to their fandom. Yeah. But and I'm sure you'll admit it. But Nashville has fans where they just they they move to whatever team is playing best. Yeah. So and you can't really like you can't really bash people. Yeah. For that because I mean I get it. You want you why would you want to go see a team that's playing bad? Yeah. So. You know? okay. So uh, unless you, unless you are a diehard, yeah. Um, but so I I think I think there's it's gonna there's gonna be some growing pains. You know, I, I obviously do not think Nashville SC is gonna run the table this year no. or anything like that. It's, it's I'm I'm hoping for mid table finish. We're competitive. Exactly. Um, and we have a couple because we always do because we're fucking Nashville. We have a couple last second goal finishes that we right. all freak out about, and it, right. it, it's it's a moment that people will latch onto and continue to grow that fandom. Right. By the way, speaking of last second goals, shout out to uh, Jimmy Awkward getting signed to Louisville. Yeah, for sure. Good to uh, see him. Congratulations uh, to him. At um, least stay close. I can still go see him. So. Yeah, I don't know about you, but if I had if I have to pick a USL team, I'm probably just gonna roll. With Louisville. Yeah, I mean, I, w- I rolled with Louisville before he made it to to MLS, and I know some of their fans, yeah. Patty. <laughs> yeah, why it's, uh, a, why it's a prick. I, mean, I I love you all, but some <laughs> of their fans aren't. You know, they like they like to bash on us, but they. Here's the thing, Louisville. We had a rivalry. Yeah. And if we ever meet up in in, in Open Cup, we'll still have a rivalry. But it, yeah. it never got to the toxicity point that we got to with uh with Cincinnati. Yeah. Or that we got to uh, really with anyone else. Um there there is banter back and forth. There's a few angry moments here and there, but there was never really anything major. Yeah. Uh so yeah, I, and I want to check out that new stadium. It looks fucking badass. It does look cool. Um but going going back a couple steps. Uh, I'm trying to remember I had a point and I completely lost it. Um, the fandom fandom. Thank you. So I think, like you said, we're going to, it's going to take a minute for, for, uh, Nashville C to grow that core fan base. Because even back in 1998, when the Preds got here, uh, it was like Nashville's very much, we will, as a city, as a community, if there's something big, new and shiny, Mm -hmm. we will always go check it out. Now, that does not mean buying season tickets. Right. That is going to check it out. Because if right. you go back and look at the attendances for the first two seasons of the Predators, the first few games for the Predators were sellouts. The first few games were well attended. Um, the team was fucking bad. <laughs> the team was fucking garbage. Like, some of the players on that team, like, 
the only reason I look back on them with like fondness is because I was like seven years old. Right. And I was like, oh my God, Cliff Rodding's a god. But like, <laughs> dude, he was like almost, he, re- he was he almost retired at that point. Yeah, you know, what's he, he up to I don't know days? what he's doing these days, but he was like, at that point, he was almost at, done with his career. Like, right. you know. Um, so what's going to take is, like I said, those first few games for Nashville SC, and I've said this from the beginning, however many tickets they want to sell, they're going to sell, right? Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean season tickets. And while I, while I think that the 5,000 number, even if, it, even if you go up to 7,000 at the highest possible like reported uh, amount, st- it's still way lower than I would want us to be at, right? But no matter what, that first game is going to be well attended. If the team in the first few years performs well, right, we will start to convert those fans into season ticket holders, okay? What it's going to take for this team to be mega successful, like the Predators, is for it to stick around for 10 or 15 years. Because the people who are going to Predators games right now, their core fan base is the fan base that were was our age between – they were either born with a hockey team in Nashville or they were less than 10 years old, right? And those people are now at the point in their life where they grew up a Predators fan. They grew up, this is your team, this is what you do, this is who you support. Mm-hmm. And at th- once they got to the point where they had cash to spend, they spent it on what they grew up loving and supporting. You can't just create that out of nowhere and even though we've been around since 2013 it's it's been i mean at every level we've had decent attendance but it's it's been small small fry shit until now you know like as much as we love the usl as much as we love the pdl the npsl we look back on those days with fondness we have to admit that from here on out most people won't even know that fucking happened agreed the history of the club Starts now. Starts now. And and while the other stuff will always be a part of the club, and it's still the same club, still the same core, nucleus, whatever, and everything started back in 2013, the memories and building the fan base and everything on the major league level, on the the level of bringing tens of thousands of fans, starts literally now. Um, And we're going to have to build to that. We have to find a way to survive – while that happens and what's gonna what's gonna help that is if we're good if we come out like atlanta did we'll get 50 60 70 000 people out to a couple games a year yeah and we'll have good attendance for most of the year and then for the big games we'll get 50 60 70 000 people out right um but that's not gonna happen atlanta yeah. atlanta and lafc are in cincinnati and well cincinnati's interesting I, I don't quite understand how they have the attendance they do and props to them even though fuck their city right um and they're chilly but props to them for their attendance yeah they let you know yeah that's what but I hear. with their they're the anomaly right uh-huh. let but lafc and 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 atlanta came out so good that people were forced to go because it's like, holy shit, this is a thing, you know? Um, but I guarantee you if they came out just bad, it, they would be in that, that slow build. Um, yeah. And hell, LAFC, if you look back to, to Chivas USA, like they, they, had a sh- they had shit attendance. Yeah. And all the – they don't want to admit it, but all they did was rebrand the club. They just took the ownership away from – 
whoever it was and just rebrand, rebrand. It's the same fans, the same nucleus of fans. Yeah. Um, the reason they're successful is because they've came out on fire, right? Right. So it's it's gonna take. And to be honest, the branding is sick. Yeah. No, it's it's the breast one of the best branding palettes. The breast breast <laughs> best. I'm thinking of that chicken sandwich, man. Yeah. That be, the best. That's what it is. Branding in general uh, in MLS. Yeah. Um, Am I worried? Yes. I don't think Nashville SC has done as much as they should or could have done marketing-wise for the MLS. And everyone everyone sees it, and everyone knows it, and it partially has to do because of some of the turnover they've had in the front office. That's what I was going to say. That's out of everything. Out of everything I'm worried about. Out of everything I'm worried about is I'm – I'm not going I'm not going to make an assumption. Cause what do assumptions do? I Brian. unplugged my mic, hold on. Oh he he unplugged okay, his I'm mic. Okay, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. So what what do assumptions do? Huh? They make an ass out of you and me. Yep. Alright. But I'm a little worried. Why is there so much turn turnover? Why? I f- so so no we don't know this we don't know this um, is just us taking a guess this is me taking a guess my best guess yeah is that Ian and higher ups in the club were not happy with the same reason we're not happy with the numbers we're getting with the with the the amount of season tickets sold the branding not branding, but the, the marketing, that sort of shit. And I feel like they are now churning over some of the old USL staff and bringing in people who've had the experience with bigger clubs and building clubs in at the MLS level. That might be the case. That And that's just a shot in the fucking yeah, dark. We, did, we do not know um, at all, but... I mean, when I see what was it, f- five out of like the seven front office people for because they all they all went to um, Tulsa, Tulsa, yeah, and are leading the rebrand over there. Five of the seven of the front office over there is from Nashville. Yeah, and I think like four of them are marketing. Yeah, uh, fields. Um, but I'm. It, it's weird. You and I kind of have like the same prediction or idea you're just more worried about it no 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 you think you think it's those folks didn't do the right amount of marketing right yeah i i don't think we did enough right so i think so so that it was what's strange about that is we also didn't do it like halfway through the last usl season we slowed the marketing for the usl team right everyone was like okay they're doing this so they can start MLS brand marketing and whatever and outreach. And we, with every week that passed, we kind of expected it to get more, to see more and more stuff. Yeah. And, and granted, there's billboards fucking everywhere. And right. there's there's commercials on the radio and shit. But, like, I, I just feel like there had... There's something missing. Wait, this is my thing. Even and I don't know what it when, is. When the hardcores, like you and I... Still feel like we haven't seen enough branding. Yeah, 
that says something. Yeah. Because the casual fan's not going to go out and look for the branding. Yeah. The branding has to be force fed upon them. Yeah. Um. So your point is saying you you are under the impression that the the folks that not I want to say the folks, but because that's just that's just pointing. Yeah. Pointing, but the the turnover is because the people that have left didn't do enough. It wasn't. Even, it may. Say, it may not even be that they didn't do enough. It may have just been they weren't doing. They weren't doing the right. Doing things. the right thing okay. or going going for the audiences that Here, they should have gone after. Right. The Hispanic Here's, community. The, the Kurdish community. This is the African community. This is my point. I think they were trying to. I think the people who were higher up with them didn't want to do enough. So those folks, they couldn't take any more. But here's I, the thing. I mean, that's you th- could say that, but I, like, I haven't seen. But I don't want this any, to come. I don't want this to come out to be like, I, I, oh, this person did this. This yeah. person did that. I. I don't think it's, it's any just, one person's right, right. fault. I. I think it just like any job. It's. It's you, you're. You're gonna have f- folks with differing opinions, and it's not. Yeah. It's not right or wrong. It's just whatever happens, happens. I think. I. I think that there's something going on in the front office. That is possibly now. This is all like I, I can't say this enough. This is all just my anxiety, worry, <laughs> nervous brain just churning. Yeah. But is there something going on in the front office? I don't think there is. Like, like I don't think there's anything going on in the front office right now that we need to worry about. Right. I don't think there's anything bad happening. I don't think. I don't yeah. think there's going to be a huge turnover of like the entire staff's gone. That's yeah. not going to happen. And this, and this is, I and think this, they're just. This is why I'm at 89. I, because, <laughs> I think, I think, they saw a hundred days out that we're not where we set our goal to be, where yeah. the MLS set our goal to be, or where we should be given the the following we had in USL, given the 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 region given the community given well, here's the, the thing, sports though, culture in this town even with the usl stuff we didn't have a good enough crowd you say that but here's the thing we we had good attendance in usl we didn't blow it at no point at like at no point during this club's existence back all the way to mpsl we were never the best attendance in any league ever we we were better than average and we did have a great atmosphere, but we never we never packed the fucking house it's ever. True. It's true. I think we did. I think we did above average for on the, the field for and the, in the stands in USL for the venue that we played at. It was probably a good amount. I think in USL. Granted, there's teams that have, that did it better, right? Again, Cincinnati, fucking freaks of nature. Don't know how they do it. I'm uh, my best guess is they they've cloned one guy twenty thousand times, <laughs> um, because there's no the way bang, that many people come out to suck. see that bad like that shit of soccer. Bengals suck, Red Sox. Yeah. That's why. Uh, uh, I lost train of thought. It regardless, I think we did okay attendance wise as a whole in our entire experience in USL, right? Sure. At the end of the last USL season, like we said, they t- they dramatically cut off marketing for the USL team. 
And that led to the dip we saw in that second season, which culminated in the, the, the poorly attended second home playoff game, right? Which is a bummer. But if you look at the big picture, you look at the entire thing, we did okay, right? I'm, this is the time of year in the Nashville SC fan base, all the way back to the Nashville FC days, where everyone is ready to set everything on fire <laughs> and the world is fucking yep. falling apart. Yep. It this happens is, every goddamn offseason. I'm at 89. It's that's a tradition unlike any other. It's always something. Like the first year, it was like how I think the very first season, very first offseason, it was a, the, the infighting in the like the supporters groups and how we're gonna do shit or whatever. That was solved. And then like it just kept happening over and over again. It's the same thing every single offseason. Yeah. It'll fade when we're like 30 days out, everyone will get excited for the first game and then we'll just fucking enjoy soccer. How you're supposed you just, it will show up and enjoy soccer and continue slowly building this, this supporters culture that we are, uh, that we are building. Yeah. I dude, I'm, I'm worried. Don't get me wrong. The front office needs to do better. Yeah. It looks like they're trying to take those steps. And based off the history of the club and how Nashville reacts to new shiny things and just the Nashville sports scene in general, I think we'll be okay. When the stadium, and this can bring us to our next topic, because I guess this is a topic in itself, but when that stadium gets built and opens up, I feel like most of our problems will be solved. <laughs> we'll see. Um, no, like for real, like the... the I, I don't know. I, what, do you, what, what problems will be solved? Not having to deal with uh, Save Our fair, Fairgrounds assholes is yeah, one of that's, them. That's a big problem that can yeah. be solved. Well, it'll be solved, but they'll probably vandalize because they have a history of that. Um, oh, did I say that out loud? My bad. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to say it. Um, <laughs> okay, so – Again, I, I, I think – no, this – well, this is your – you know, let me, we like big, shiny things. If there's a big, shiny new stadium, people are going to want to come and check it out. Yeah. So, I, I feel like – So, here's the thing. Let me give you my worst-case scenario. What, we have a brand-new stadium and no one goes to it? No, hold on. That's Let me give you my worst-case scenario of Nashville SC worst-case scenario between now and the year the stadium opens, Right. Let's say we go into this year and we're just fucking Cincinnati too. Knock on wood, please don't happen. I don't think anyone could be that bad. But if we are, I'll still be a fan. Anyways, let's say we're that bad. Exactly what I said would happen will happen. We will fill as many seats as they want to sell for the first game. And maybe even the second game, they'll sell. Then we'll just be bad, right? And, and that attendance will drop off to... I mean, not great. Like, it'll plummet. It'll be low. It'll plummet. It'll be low. It'll but plummet. Even even if I'm a pessimist, we, it'll plummet. Even if it's very poorly attended in those first two years at Nissan, if we're just that bad of a team, um, whenever that stadium opens, new shiny thing. However many tickets they want to sell for the first couple games, they will. Yeah. Uh, at that point. It's on the club to turn that stadium into an experience. Agreed. Nashville will forgive anything if it's a good experience. Oh, yes. 
Look at the Predators' turnaround in attendance. Yeah. Because when that attendance number started to turn around and started to grow uh, was when they started adding all the cool shit in the Nissan and making it an event to go to. They put in – You mean Bridgestone? What did I say? Nissan? Yeah. Sorry, Bridgestone. Nissan's still shit. Uh, Bridgestone. <laughs> dude, I fucking hate Nissan Stadium. They need yeah. to bulldoze it. Yeah. Uh, Bridgestone, when they at the time, they put in that the the old new scoreboard – when they put in the, the the second scoreboard in stadium history, that was a cool new thing, right? Yeah. Then they, they started bringing in all these famous people to sing the national anthem, to perform in between the periods at, on the band stage. They had all sorts of stuff. They had a good, new good food, actual good food, unlike Nissan Stadium, in the arena. Uh, they had a party out on the, on the uh, patio, whatever it's called. Yeah. Uh, before every Plaza. single game. Plaza. It's right there by fucking Broadway. Yeah. They turned Preds games into an experience so that even if they're bad, people will be like, hey, here's a cheap Predators ticket. Let's go to a Predators game and then go drink on Broadway after. Right? Yeah. So at that point, it'll be on the club to make sure that that stadium has just the coolest shit in it and around it at all times. Yeah. And at that point, if they've done that and they've done a good job of, of, of putting that together – the, the attendance will level off. Agreed. That's worst case scenario. Okay. The attendance will level off and be average no matter what in the league. Okay. Right? Uh, best case scenario, I still think after the first couple games at Nissan, the first year, attendance will drop back to a reasonable amount, like 20K-ish. Yes. If we're good. Right. Um, and then once that new stadium opens, sellouts. But they still have to do all that shit. They still have to make sure it's an experience that you want to go there. The facility's nice, all that sort of stuff. Uh, I'm just having anxiety attack over here. <laughs> it's just I don't know, man. It's it's my my worst case scenario is walking into <gasps> it's what's your name. Jason. Chasen. Chasen. It's Chasen. <laughs> it's the the Chasen hour. Okay, but back back into what you were talking about. I'm just really worried. Like, man, like what if we like, what if we just lose? What if what if it is an FC Cincinnati situation? I, okay. And no, no, you let me talk my Go talk my, my bad part. Talk. Okay? I, you so, asked a question, I was about to answer it. So, it's the Cincinnati bad boys uh scenario. Where, where we're just really bad, and we go, we go to Nissan, and like it's also another Nashville tradition. It always rains during a game, yeah. So cloudy and dreary looking, okay. And we're walking in a Nissan, and the only people there, <laughs> is the back line. I dude, and maybe like a couple soccer groups. I don't think it'll. I and there's here's only the there's only like. 8,000 people in Nissan? No, it's here's the thing. That's that's me this this that's my worst case scenario. That I, I, Do I, I get think it. that it happens? No. But you can't tell me you don't have a nightmare where that that's actually happening. I mean, yeah. I don't I don't see it happening. But I just, I just, think I just get the spooky scary Here's sometimes. here's what I think is actually going to happen. I think no matter what we're going to be at or just below average 
in attendance while we're at Nissan because Nissan is a shit environment. So bad. In general, right? Nissan's a terrible stadium. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, it just sucks. Once we get to the our stadium, be fine. Now, Patty is putting in, in the chat – that uh, he's saying if not when the stadium is being built. Stadium's going to be built. The okay, city cannot so, – hold on. Yeah, the city this, this cannot is our, afford – This is our next topic is, is the bullshit that's getting spread about the, the stadium. The city – first of all, the city cannot afford at this point to back out of the stadium. It yep. will cost them more money than to that. back out of the stadium because you, they will be sued by all the billionaires that own Nashville SC. They'll be sued by MLS – like you can't you can't just promise a thing, pass it, a new mayor gets elected and say, nah, fuck you. Because literally at that point, it's no longer about finances. It's him sticking his middle finger to the the younger generation or the people in Nashville that he doesn't like. He's at that point it's him saying, Fuck you, I don't want soccer in this city. Yep. And at that point, he is he is sending a message to every sports league, every major corporation, every business, every business person, every young professional in the entire world that Nashville is dead. You don't come to Nashville because they will fuck you over. That's the message you're sending. It, it's uh, legitimately it's it's sticking a big finger to the re- big middle finger up to the rest of the world yep. and going no. Fuck you. Yeah. Stop coming here. Um, so, first off, you know, uh, and the reason that we're even discussing this is because there are certain media outlets in the city of Nashville. News Channel 4, right? News Channel 4. Yeah. yeah. Is it 4 or is it 5? Maybe f- it's 5. I don't, it's, it's 5. It's the NBC station. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's uh, Nancy Havens. <laughs> um, uh, a boomer. Um, who doesn't have anything better to do with her time and just spreads false information? Yep, because uh, she's you know she she's lonely and she, she wants no. Here's the she thing: she doesn't have any friends and, and she, she wants the, the, fucking the, clicks the, to keep her goddamn job is yeah, what it is. And the save our fairgrounds people are giving her the attention that she oh desperately wants. There was and I mean and here are we, you re- and, and you know what? Here we are talking about her. So right now she's winning. She's winning, but she's also winning. fuck that. But news fuck or, you. So okay. So there was that no, one. Go ahead. Go no, ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I'll no, talk. You got your rant. I'm, this I, is look, my rant. I'm feeling I, spicy I, right now. We I'm, wouldn't. We wouldn't be even discussing this if it wasn't for people just out here getting clicks. The stadium is going to get built. Yes, there are delays, but you name one construction project that's never had a delay. Please, yeah. please tell me. I will. Well, here's the excuse thing. me major construction project because yeah. someone's going to go out there and find oh well I built a, a dog house I over, built on the my weekend. shed in two I weeks. built a shed yeah two weeks no problem guy all right <laughs> yeah so <laughs> so yeah there's going to be delays it's construction it happens well here's the thing if you compare this uh, construction whatever this process to any other stadium process ever we got almost to the point of starting building the damn thing in record time yes like it was like hey we want to do this the city except for like two assholes was like cool 
Let's do this on this unused piece of land that's falling apart next to a racetrack that's falling apart next to a flea market that was built temporarily so we can build a new flea market, but we never fucking did. Let's do the thing you're saying where we help literally all of that shit and make it better. Let's do that. That's sick. And then, what, three rednecks? Three assholes? We're like, yeah. no! No, I don't want these people who uh, don't match my skin color coming onto my ground. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Please don't sue us. Allegedly. Because we know you love fucking suing people. Yeah. <laughs> you can suck my ass. Um, Dude, so I, I, you know exactly who you are. You, that's why uh, we're not going to say names. We're not going to say names. It's just but the opposite of frowny. <laughs> But you're a piece of fucking shit. Um, you fucking piece of shit. We're not talking about Louisville, Patty. Uh, yeah, no. T- what? He's, Patty put in the chat, Louisville hasn't had any delays. Fucking cool. Great. I know for a fact that both you and Wyatt told me that you were nervous and were sitting in a courtroom till like 3 a.m. because they are trying to figure out if they were going to pass or not. Yeah. It's act- same fucking also, thing. A- yeah. Uh, also, acting like that's like some fucking achievement. We were doing it too, okay? Get in fucking line. Fucking poser. Um, you, you come at us with the sauce, we're going to we're gonna cry yeah, and gonna, also have yeah, sauce. I'll sauce all over you. And, and um, cry. But no. Okay. It's, Here, here's it's the thing. bullshit, man. There's nothing. There's nothing there, and they're gonna they're gonna worry the masses, and going, people are gonna be like, "Oh, there is it's the billionaires out to come and get us, and they're gonna take all the money when the city is in debt." Da, 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 da. Nobody wants soccer, and they're building on the historic fairgrounds. Guess what? The that if that's historic, then my fucking trash it, can should be in the fucking. Uh, Here's uh, the thing. Uh, museum because let's, it looks let's, like the same. Let's backtrack. Thing. Let's backtrack a little bit. The Save Our Fairgrounds group and and the few uh, news articles we saw from one individual from one news organization in Nashville, they've been putting out just flat out lies. There was a flyer like a year and a half ago, like shortly. I think it was before, right before the vote, the thing was passed. Yeah, there was a flyer at the racetrack. That straight up just had lies. I can't. It, the picture's out there somewhere, but it was along the lines of. of oh, was like, it the was it the double negative or it whatever? Was like, no, that that was their their slogan. Yeah. But it was like it was saying that soccer the the soccer stadium was going to close the racetrack. Something along those lines. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, go out to this meeting and voice your displeasure in in the building of the of the soccer stadium. Um, they're legitimately just a lie, uh, and then and then same same thing when it comes to the news story. They put the article, the, the clickbait article was something along the lines. It, it was like soccer stadium going to cost X amount more money. Yep. And then that was that was the headline. There was no further explanation, and all the comments were from these save our fairgrounds people and these people that just don't want soccer in Nashville. Uh, which we saw literally with every sport team, sports team that's moved here is these same group of people bitching about it. What they didn't fuck, what they failed to fucking mention was the the amount that it's going over is coming Circuses. is coming completely out of the club's pocket. Yes, it's going to cost more to build than originally planned. That's why the club is tell, fucking paying yeah, for tell, it. Tell me something that's more shocking, like. The actual headline should have been "Club pays for additional yeah, add-ons to stadium yeah, or whatever." But, you know, God forbid putting the actual. And news even in the, in the article, it, it failed to mention yep. that it was coming straight out of Ingram's pocket. Yep. And if you look at the way the deal set up, 
a majority of the public funds being used on the stadium are going back to the city on a, a ticket tax. For every ticket sold, Ingram and Nash and the club and the ownership is paying a certain amount of money back to the city until that debt is paid off. It's honestly one, and, of, one of the better stadium deals in the entire country. Yeah, not only that, in that same plan, they've now finally replaced the temporary buildings that were always meant to be temporary with brand new shiny flea market uh, facilities so they could destroy the old ones and build a stadium. You know, the fucking dumbasses that are, are still fighting this and wasting time and resources fighting this were saying that, like, oh, it's too nice. You feel like you're shopping at, like, a Nordstrom's or a Macy's and you'll never get a deal. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck I'm, you. Go <laughs> sell your shit in a van on the side of the road if you want. A, Go a, sell your shit down by the river. A cheap, like, bargain <laughs> aesthetic. Like, yeah. When they built those new facilities, yeah. they literally have a longer waiting list yeah. for imagine, vendors than they've ever had before. Imagine being it's upset. It's getting better for you. Yeah, imagine being upset over over literally you getting something very nice and you had gone so long with not getting something nice. I also, like you finally you finally get what you wanted. And you don't like it because it's too nice. See, that's just bullshit reasoning for what their actual motive is. And then, and we know what it is. We're just not going to say. Yeah, it. and also because they'll sue us. That, but we we've heard. I want to say this before we go any further. Yes, we are not lawyers. <coughs> we are not experts. <coughs> we Racist. are giving you secondhand knowledge. Sorry. I had a cough. I'm told. We we are get, on this podcast on this topic. We are giving you secondhand knowledge based off of what we've seen from other outlets with yeah. our opinion sprinkled on top. Yes. None of this is coming from the mouth of an expert. Nope. So if you're one of these people listening, don't fucking sue us. Because we're not experts. You won't get any money because I have none. Um, but going back into it, a, a argument that I've seen die off, but an argument that was very present during the vote was that it's going to ruin the racetrack and undermine it's like why is nashville sc getting this 99 year lease but we can only sign like a three five year lease whatever well maybe it's because the ownership group that owned it didn't pay their goddamn rent hmm. what hmm. a surprise hmm. you have a billionaire you have a group of billionaires coming to the same property are you saying, looking to pay the rent are you saying people with money are able to pay their bills and and you have people that are promoters, owners, whatever of a racetrack that needs to be uh, updated who aren't paying their rent. Uh, I wonder who the city's going to fucking favor, right? That being said, I want NASCAR back. Not It's, it's ne probably never going to be the main series, but I want good racing back at that racetrack because I enjoy NASCAR. I don't enjoy seeing Bubba show up with his car he built in his, in his backyard driving around a racetrack that looks yeah. like it's falling apart. Yeah, Bubba can go fuck I, himself. Now that the Formosa family is out and that the city has taken ownership, I believe, of that track, it opens them up to dealing directly with the ownership of the Bristol Motor Speedway who have interest in actually renovating that, that old-ass uh, uh, racetrack. You can't, like, you can't, if you are a racing fan 
you know that that is a, a important track in NASCAR history. It has all the history you could want, it, it nostalgia, all that, but you have to look at it and you, you can't say it doesn't need to be renovated and it doesn't need – the entire area doesn't need, be, need to be renovated because it does. Give it 10, 15 years. Let the soccer stadium deal go through. We've already done the flea market. Let Bridge or not Bridgestone, uh, the Bristol ownership group come in and fix up that racetrack. And all of a sudden, you have probably one of the hottest spots in town. You'll have the racetrack. You'll have the soccer stadium. You'll have the brand new flea market. You'll have businesses that pop up all around it that are based that are in this in this plan. You know, reasonable housing, shit like that. It'll fix the area, but the Save Our Fairgrounds folks aren't trying to save our fairgrounds. They're trying to keep the fairgrounds the same. They're trying to keep it as shitty and run down as it is. I can't remember the last time I went to the fairgrounds. Why would I want to go to the fairgrounds? I went there for a, a car show twice as a kid and then for like a swap meet one time. Yeah, why? And it was like, I, it's like these are things I want to go to, but the facilities are awful and I don't want to come back. I mean, you know? I, yeah, I mean, and. There's there's legitimately no reason to go to the fairgrounds before all the new stuff was there, of course. If, like, there's, it's just, just I'll say it. It's a shithole. Yeah, it's gross. It's awful. I mean, someone told me one time that they walk around, there's needles. <laughs> Allegedly. 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 But, okay, so let's circle back to the original... If the stadium will be built, not when. It's going to be built. There's no way it's not going to be built. Uh, the mayor, the new mayor, said Keebler he wants Elf. to put it on hold Elf. And, and talk with the ownership group of Nashville SC. The new mayor, is he has a background in real estate. He should know what revitalizing that area will do for the city he fucking runs. And supposedly he's going to have a meeting with uh, Ingram and the rest of the ownership group here in the next couple weeks. And I don't think there's any way it doesn't get done with in a reasonable amount of time. It, we're not going to get the 2020 opening that we wanted, obviously, or the 2021 opening. It'll pro- we'll have two years in Nissan. And then the two years after Nissan, we might have kind of like DC United did or – uh, a couple other teams did. Minnesota United did, where it's like we play the first little bit of our schedule in in Nissan Stadium and backload a lot of our home games to the second half of the year, and then we'll we'll finally get into the soccer stadium. Is what's going to happen? It's really, I'm ready I, for it to be done. I, I really despise the Save Our Fairgrounds people. Yeah, I. Here's the thing, though, when that process started. When we had that meeting that anyone could walk up, where we got the infamous circuses guy and the coyote guy, I would the, there was all the Nashville SC people and all the pro soccer and growth people that all had good opinions. All had they put you know they had what what do you what's that face? Oh nothing. Just I'm just reading uh, Save Our Fairgrounds people saying uh, they would like the mayor, the new mayor, to 86 the. Uh, fair board lady okay anyways isn't that a threat anyways uh sorry i you know me i like to make sure these people are known okay back to what i was saying yeah um i forgot what i was saying 
motherfucker. Hey, I'm... I'm ch- you ruined it. <laughs> I didn't ruin anything. You ruined it. No, I didn't. I didn't ruin anything. I'm Long story short, stadium's getting built. The stadium is getting built. It's 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 not an issue. It's the only issue right now is just we have a a, a lying problem. We have, no, we have we have a coyote problem. We have a coyote problem, and our kids are all getting eaten. Yeah, and and you know, as the one <sighs> uh, the 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 coyote guy said, you know, you've got people. Oh, okay, yeah, not no, from here. That's what I was getting into. Okay, so all the Nashville SC people all, you know, said their support for the club, their support for the growth in the city, whatever. Then you had the uh, the dissenters, the people who didn't want the stadium being built or had questions. Had there there was, I'd say, fifty percent of the people were the assholes we're still dealing with, right? Right. The other fifty percent all had legitimate concerns. And I, I'm glad that those people came up and said their points because there, there's issues that the city hadn't dealt with. There's, you know, like, why are you doing this and not, not fixing my sidewalk? Why are you doing this and not paying our teachers more? Why are you doing this and not th- – like, I get – those are arguments that I want to have. Those are, ar- those are points that I want to be heard in these meetings and on, on the internet and asked towards our, our, uh, our public officials – uh, what I'm fucking tired of is people just making shit up because they don't like soccer. Is is all I'm getting. I, if we could get if the the fifty percent of people that were just anti soccer from the beginning and were just assholes, like the one lady that screamed shove that soccer ball, or I hope you choke on that on your soccer ball or something at the end of the meeting. Yeah, those like grow the fuck up. Like, this is the real fucking world. Grow the fuck up. You can't just scream and get what you want, which is ironic because I've been screaming this entire podcast. Oh, here we go. Uh, do you think you'll find 30,000 people f- to fill the stadium? We have Ronnie Stewart here saying maybe, but you can bet they won't be Americans, maybe not even U.S. citizens. Ah, uh, Ronnie, I you know, no- nothing better than a good old racist. Alleged. Alleged racist. Can we? This- by, by the way, can we tag uh, Kane Frowny? Um. <laughs> Look, okay. Before we go, let's not go down this rabbit hole. Although that is another reason why I discredit majority of these of these people that are just pushing as hard as they can against the soccer stadium. Yeah, they're really scared. Um, they're really scared of people that don't match their skin yeah. color. Let's let's cut this off here. We have we have I all wish, the way I up would, until the regular season. I wish we could cut racism we, off. That'd be I do fun. too. That'd be sick. We have all the way up to the regular season to bitch about this. Uh, we may be bringing back a soccer podcast. I'm talking with a possible co-host. We'll see. Ooh. Um, we'll see. If that happens, it'll be when the regular season starts, and it won't be an all-year thing. It'll be during the season because we ran into that fucking problem before where we it's hard to fill the entire year with an so- hour-long soccer podcast. But I, I know you're not a Titans fan. You're a Bears fan. Yeah. But you live here. Sad me. You live here, and yep. you, you, you're on the periphery of, of following it. How do you feel about Tannehill? How do you feel about the Titans for the rest of the season? Okay, you really want my opinion? I really want your opinion because okay. I'm I'm intrigued. There's, there's, one, you, there's, you're not a huge you're not a Titans fan at all. You don't I mean I, I'd say you kind of don't like the Titans. I will support them. Yeah. If I have to. Okay. But one one preseason experience I yeah, you know, screw you guys. Okay. But 
Um, How do you feel about Tannehill? How do you feel about the Titans two things will happen. for the rest of the season? Two things will happen. Ryan Tannehill is the real deal. You fixed your quarterback issue. Do you uh, actually think that? Are you being a smartass? No. I'm not, I'm not being a smartass. Okay. You fixed your quarterback issue. Um, he fits better with the offense that Rabel's trying to run. Yeah. I mean, I can't say that it's it's a bad thing going on right now because clearly, yeah. clearly it's, it's not. working. Yeah. Whatever he's doing, keep doing it. Okay. Second, and this is what I feel is actually happening. Okay. Ryan Tannehill is just Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> He's going to be good. He's going to be good enough to until get his, he signs a get, contract. To get a long contract, probably like three years. Yeah. Long I, for his age. Cause I, yeah, because I don't think he's I, – yeah, he's up there in age, so I think, you know, they're not going to give him a, a, a real deal yeah. contract, but they'll give him something tenured. Yeah. Uh, and he's just going to be bad again, and you're going to be right back to square one. Okay. That's where I'm leaning towards this is all going to go. So – Because – I I've I mean I heard from people that that when he was in Miami, he was still good. Well, yeah. Well, so when he was in Miami, if you compare, and this is why, before Tannehill got in, and before he went on the streak that he's currently in, mm-hmm. or currently on, um, I was against benching Mariota for Tannehill, like extremely against, because if you compared the two quarterbacks. Uh, throw percentage, win percentage, yards, a- almost any stat. Yeah. Except for maybe rushing because Mariota is just a better athlete. While Tannehill can run, Mariota is just a better athlete. Right. Outside of that, compare any stat, they were almost identical. Yeah. Um. So I, I was not a believer in Tannehill. Uh, well, it wasn't. Th- it wasn't that I wasn't a believer in Tannehill. You I didn't think. Like, it, why, I didn't think it would do anything. Why? Yeah. Why would we replace the guy that's bad with this guy that's the same as him? Yeah. I thought. I, one hundred percent believed and still believe to a, a, an extent that because the offensive line didn't protect Mariota for the past two years, how they should have, and he did not have the time in which to to develop to develop a play in the pocket um, that he started seeing demons, essentially seeing ghosts and, and wow. The beginning of this you season, just, you just, you brought out a Sam Darnold quote. I did. He started seeing ghosts in the beginning of the season. He was just fucking scared. Yeah. I, th- I legitimately think he was just fucking scared to die. You didn't have your, your highest paid left tackle in the league for four games. Yep. And you're getting sacked every other play. Luan's and, been and, playing really and, bad. Yeah, and he was just scared. That's not a quality you want in a quarterback, granted, but I don't think Mariota's a bad quarterback. I think he's a decent quarterback who's going to have, if he goes to a system built for him, because let's face it, Tennessee was never built for him. If he goes to a system where they spread the field, it's quick, you know, quick reads, quick passes, he will be a decent quarterback. I hate to admit it, it was never going to work here. Even though I loved him to death, he's had some moments, and I really wish we could have made it work. It's not going to work here. It's never going to work here. He's so nice. He's so nice. Such a nice guy. I, I, I got my hair cut at the same place as him and run into him. Such a nice guy. 
Like Ryan, pe- people, people would come up to him and be like, "Oh, Marcus, yeah, can I get yeah. a picture? Oh, you know, you're just so good last game. How do you think the scene's gonna pan yeah. out?" Da, 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 da. And you know what? This dude's just trying to get a haircut, man. You know, he's trying to just have like a peaceful moment. And what's he do? He just, yeah, yeah, you know, you know, hope the season's gonna go great. You know, yeah. we're expecting good things. Thanks for your support, da 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 da. Dude, Marcus Mario. Such a high class dude. Yeah, here's here's the takes that I did not like on Marcus Mariota from people who or people who were calling for him to be benched. Here's the takes I didn't like. I I hated when people said that he wasn't fiery enough and didn't have respect from the locker room because he didn't scream at people. You don't have to. It's not a fucking movie. Yeah. I don't have to grab a like. You don't have to go up to a professional and grab him and scream at him. To get him to play. Once you get to a certain point in any profession, like, you just have a respect amongst each other that, like, hey, do your shit. Yeah. You know? And then you can – he's he's had fiery moments, but it's very few and far between. And when he did, people listened. Like, they the the play where he straight up fucking stiff-armed a dude in, uh, against Jacksonville, like, he jumped up and, like, went and got in the dude's face. And, like, little situations like that had more of an impact on the team respecting him than if he would have gone in day one as, like, a fresh baby-faced rookie and started screaming at people. That's not how anything works. Right. Uh, The other take I don't like is that he he just isn't good, which I I don't believe. I just think he's in the wrong system, and... He could be an okay quarterback, just not here. We'll see, because I don't think he's he's obviously going to be a Titan next year. No, he's not going to be a Titan next year. So we'll we'll see how it goes. That being said, I am overjoyed with how Tannehill's doing. He's playing Derrick Henry perfect. so good. De- it, re- okay, let's be honest. Let's be, can we be happen- real here. It's can we be real here? Because Derrick Henry's going yeah. absolutely off. It's all yeah. Derrick Henry is better in the second half of the year than some running backs are all year long. Derrick Henry is an absolute god. Like, it is insane to me how he's able to completely take over a game in the second half of the year. Like, he can start off the year okay, and then as it gets colder, he just starts, I don't know, he he can run through literally anybody. And the fact that he's able to run through literally anybody and wear down a a defense opens up the field for Ryan Tannehill. If Ryan Tannehill didn't have the threat of Derrick Henry fucking stiff arming someone's brains out, uh they it, they would not have the downfield options they have. Like teams have to stack the box versus the Titans. Otherwise, it's just not they they're going to get they're going to allow Derrick Henry to run 150 yards. So they have to stack the box and then Ryan Tannehill throws a bomb to uh aj brown streaking down the field it's insane you're right aaron you get up and go pee in the middle of the podcast yes <laughs> did you hear what i was saying though no okay i was saying because teams have to stack the box against derrick henry oh yeah so you know Tannehill. Tannehill has the time and and the space to bomb passes downfield Derek, which we've never Derek had Derrick Henry is a man amongst boys yeah he's a scary I mean, boy scary pun- man boy he punches people when he runs like right yeah. in the mouth I yeah. love Derrick Henry as a runner 
Um, so do you think do you think the Titans make the playoffs? You think we beat the te- the Texans this weekend? Yes. Okay, because we have the Texans, the Saints, and the Texans. Yes. I don't think it may be. The, is it in that order? Is there three games left? Um. Yes. Yeah. You should have three games left. Yeah. I mean, the Bears have three games left. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. If you beat, if you beat the Texans, I mean, you you. All we have to do is beat the Texans to win the division. Um. I mean, ideally, the Colts are collapsing. The Jacksonville's already been eliminated. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's between you and the Texans, and I think if you beat the Texans this week, that gives you the division pretty much, unless you lose out. Your last two games, right? Yeah, but even then, I think we make a, you get a wild card bid. I mean, we if we keep if we win, I don't think you get a wild card bid, my guy. Buffalo would get the wild card. I, I'd have to look at the standings. But if no, we win two, no, other, no if, you one hundred percent can't get the wild card. You have to win the division. Buffalo Buffalo is in second place in their division because the Patriots eh. are. Oh, and even then, if it, if the Patriots, I think what the Patriots lost last week, so they're they're ten and three. Yeah. So they might share. So it's it's just going to be between the Patriots and the Bills getting that wild card spot because they just, they have more wins. So you would you would have to hope for those two to like lose out. Yeah. And then the Titans win. Regardless, out. with how well the Titans have been playing, I and I don't want to say this because I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop for us just to be ass because we're the Titans and there's always something. Tighten up. Uh, I'm waiting for us to to. I don't. I I feel like we make the playoffs. I have a gut feeling we make the playoffs. I don't know what happens once we get there. Um, but if we keep playing how we're the Chiefs, if we keep playing how we're playing, we've already beat the Chiefs once. Yeah. So. I don't know, man. You beat the Chiefs with with Ryan Tannehill completing a pass to himself. Yes, because that's what happened last time you beat the Chiefs. Yeah, it was Marcus Mariota completing a pass to himself ah, dude i don't know it's a, it's a it's crazy to me the coverage the titans have got this week it's insane to me it's because they're, they're relevant we in the weren't playoff race we again. were literally not talked about all year which honestly we probably shouldn't have been because we were asked for the first half of the year and then out of nowhere everyone's like oh titans are a contender in the afc the titans are a legitimate contender for the playoffs and beyond like it's insane that that's happened because you've been playing really good football. The play on the field has has shown it. Yeah, that's one of the big reasons why people are including you now is because your play for the past what three weeks. Yeah, well, I mean we're six and one in the past seven games. Okay, so, right. So, so past seven games. Seven games has been insane. Yeah. So I mean, it's kind of like go for it, man. <sighs> Dude, I'm just Talk worried. About. Talk about your bad self. I'm just worried that something will happen. <laughs> well, I'm well, my main worry with the Titans right now is our secondary has quite a bit of boo boos. Um, we're kind of thin. We still have Kevin Byard, who's still a god amongst men. I love him. He's he's literally my favorite player in the NFL. And so, but if we can, if our secondary can hold on, if we can finish this season with a semi healthy secondary. And there's no injuries on the offensive side. I don't. I honestly, I'm not saying we win out because that's a bold fucking statement. But if you said, if you named each team and said we were playing them this week, and you said, do you have a shot to win that game? Yeah. I would say yes. Do we have a shot to beat the Texans? Yeah. So that's two times, right? Yeah. Can we beat the Saints? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'll be close. We'll have to. It'll basically be a shootout with them. But if we perform. Like we have these last two games, 
I'm not saying we win. I'm not even saying we're the favorite. Do we have a chance? Yeah. Everyone has a chance. Well, yeah. Everyone has a chance, but like if we're, if the Bengals were playing the Saints, the Bengals. I don't think realistically do the Bengals have a chance to beat the Saints? Not probably not. Probably not. Uh, do the Titans? Yeah, okay. I'll give it you. Get to what you get what I'm saying? I'm not I, saying I, that I think, it's likely. I'm not saying that we're even a favorite or close to a favorite. I'm but still, do we have a fighting st- chance? I, yes. My thing is I'm still stuck in the whole, like, the Titans are just actually bad and this is a fake run. Well, here's the thing, though. We, because we've been, because we've been Ryan the, Tannehill is actually Ryan Fitzpatrick. Here's the thing about the Titans, which is kind of what I want to see out of Nashville SC going back to that the first two or three years. The Titans are consistently, for a while now, okay. <laughs> Okay. If you go back and look, like, what, nine and seven, three years in a row? Granted, before that, we were shit. It's truly amazing you guys fired Jeff Fisher so you could just hire Jeff Fisher. Yeah. But if you look at the Titans in the span of the past three or four years, cumulative, cumulative record-wise, we're in the top quarter of the league because not everyone that makes the playoffs comes back the next year even worth a damn, right? Granted – that I don't want that. I want to be – I'd rather be – I'd rather go, you know, 12-4 and four and then, like, okay, maybe next year we'll have a down year. But we went 12-4 and four and had a legitimate shot, you know. I'd rather do that. But the Titans have never been bad. Since the Mariota era started, whether it's because of him, mostly because of the defense, honestly. It's because of that defense. But since the Mariota era started, the Titans have been a good team. They haven't been a great team. It's been an okay team. They just n- have never made that next step. Hopefully, and what it's look, what it looks like is happening is Tannehill is kind of kickstarted that next step. You, it's almost like the reason no one give get, gives a shit about the Titans. Honestly, this is my outsider looking in. Okay, y'all play some boring ass football. In 2019, yeah, like you win games. And I get it. Winning games is, like, the most important thing. Yeah. But, God, those Titans games are some boring-ass It's a little more games. exciting under Tannehill because he, yeah. can, he can sling the ball. Right. But the but, last two or three years, you're not wrong. Right. Tit- it's been some just – Here's Titans football. It's first down every single time yep. is Derrick Henry is running to the fucking left. Yep. Second down. Yeah, two options. And I, I honestly, you could be the office of coordinator and flip a coin on the sideline. <laughs> Option one is Derrick Henry runs to the left. <laughs> Option two is play action pass to a five to ten yard slant to either uh, A.J. Brown. Well, I guess it wasn't A.J. Brown because this was in the past. But uh, Corey Davis or uh, Tajay Sharp yeah. in the past few years. Yeah. That's it. Third down? Depends where you're at. If yeah. you're within five yards, is Derrick Henry to the left? Derrick Henry to the left. <laughs> if you're outside of five yards, good fucking luck. You're, it's going to be fourth down and you're punting. Yeah. you. Yeah. That's how it's been the past four, two, three, two, Pray three years. Pray to your God. Um, and, and then you let the defense get on the field and they, they get you an interception and you repeat. Kevin Byard. Oh, yeah. What a, what a man's man. At least now – we have more options. On second, we still run almost every single first down. And when you have a as running back should. like Derrick Henry, as you should, of I course you're the, going to. I wish the Bears would get that through their head, man. Yeah. Have, David Montgomery is stupid good, but our offensive line is trash. Yeah. So, he, But the dude will fight for five yards with six defenders 
on his back. Yeah. He's so good. Yeah. But, you know, you, you, you can only do that so many times before, you know, you, you get, you know, canned in the back. Yeah. Canned in the back. That doesn't sound right. Hot. But, yeah. Anyways, we're not a we're not a Bears podcast, so I'll. I'll I mean, I'll, you, look, we're not an anything podcast. We're a quality content podcast, right. so you can talk about whatever the fuck you want. Well, if you want to go on a rant about the Bears, the ba- cranberry sauce, like we did last week, we can yeah. go on a rant about let me, cranberry let me go sauce. Ahead and say this: Mitchell Trubisky has been playing fantastic lately. We've been getting some wins, but Mitchell Trubisky is not the answer. No, and I hate he's he's your I Mariota. Absolutely hate. That he's playing well because that means if he's playing well. Then front office has to look at it. Well, he played really good. They know the stretch. Now we yeah. have to give him a six-year, fifty million dollar contract. Da-da-da-da. So okay, I say da-da-da-da-da. I mean it's fun. I just noticed that right now. I mean it's like putting dot 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 in a tweet. Yeah, yeah. Which I also do a lot. I of. do that. I do that shit ton. Um, but yeah, you, we do not need to give him money. I want to trade for Cam Newton. Uh. Then okay, here's what you I'll need to do. It. I want Cam Newton. Okay, no, yeah, okay. Cam Newton, I mean, he's a he's a good quarterback. He's always been a good quarterback. Um, I think he would do okay with you guys. I think his window is rapidly closing. Agreed. So if you get Cam Newton, you then need to draft somebody, which I don't have a problem with. Which is what I th- exactly what I think the Titans are going to do. Actually, yeah. not Cam Newton, but you know, they're going to sign. You, you want to know? You know? You really want to know what my? I would think this would be a really fun like project. Do it. Trade for Cam Newton. You get Cam. The Newton. Bears. Yeah, the okay. Bears trade for Cam Newton. But in the draft, you pick up your next quarterback. Yeah. You know who I want? Who do you want? Jalen Hurts. <laughs> uh, and we can and Cam and Jalen Hurts can be on the same team. Yeah. And Cam can kind of like mold Jalen. Yeah. Into. I mean, what Cam has become. You know, yeah. the, the quarterback that can throw and just all-purpose quarterback. You know, I, I a lot of people say, like, oh, Jalen's not a good quarterback, this and that. I'm like, I don't need – I don't need a Tom Brady here, people, okay? Yeah. I'm a Bears fan. I don't even, like – this is such a stupid thing to say. I get it. But I don't, like, I don't want a Tom Brady. <laughs> I know. I know it's such a stupid thing. I don't thing to want say. one of the best quarterbacks of all right. time. I know it's but it's like it's it's we're us Bears fans. Our our teams we want we want a solid running back. Yeah. And a s- just scary defense. Yeah. Okay? I just want a quarterback that can pass the fucking ball. Yeah. Okay? And it's not going to be just like, "Oh, he, overthrows his guy by 15 yards or he holds on to the ball another five seconds and he gets sacked or he's that's why you guys were good under jay cutler he was the bare minimum of what a quarterback should yeah, be and then, and then the and rest then, of your team was good right that's exactly we just need another we need another jay cutler this is probably not as shitty of a person <laughs> jay cutler is a wonderful person i'm what? sure he's great i just love i love all the stories of him being an asshole i love jay cutler literally that's all i want to be I've told you the story of when he came into the office. Yeah. Right? God, I just had to sit there and act <laughs> just stare at him. I parked right next to his car. We're best friends now. <laughs> he doesn't know this. Okay, so here's what I think the Titans are going to do with the quarterback situation. Because if you're your your opinion that he's just like you're afraid he's Fitzgerald, Fitzpatrick, gonna, or Fitzpatrick, sorry, and they're going to sign him, and he's just going to be bleh again, and then they're fucked. I. 
they're probably thinking the same thing. We're all thinking the same thing. Because, again, even though he's had the breakout year, you look at his past, he's the same fucking quarterback as Mariota in his past, right? And we decided Mariota wasn't good enough. So if he goes back to that, he's not good enough. So what I think they do is they sign him to a two- to three-year contract Something short, you're but gonna, you're, the minimum you're getting is a three-year deal. Yeah, fine, three-year contract, nothing, nothing significant. Enough money, like he's not getting a, a blockbuster contract, right? You sign him, you then immediately draft somebody. This next draft, he's getting a blockbuster contract for what his age is, I guess. But you immediately draft somebody with the intention that in three to four years, he's coming in. And you probably don't go draft somebody in the first round. On okay, let me let me let me backtrack. You probably you pick up somebody in the second and third round. They they you they dr- sit dr- under no. You draft a project in the yeah. third round. You you draft a project and they're behind Tannehill. If Tannehill goes down or starts playing like ass, you have this guy to go in. And what's the worst case scenario? You start losing games and you draft a quarterback in the first round the next yeah. o- the next off season and yeah. you get rid of Tannehill. But. I think no matter what, with how he's played and with how the team has looked under him, you gotta you gotta ride with what you have for as long as you can. So I think they're gonna sign him. I think he's gonna get a decent contract, but they're going to they're probably already scouting people for the second, third, or fourth round for this next draft to pick up that isn't maybe like a blockbuster, like obviously you're not gonna get Bur- Burrow from LSU. No Obviously you're, not. He's going. He's going number one. But he's like, go, he's going. To the you know what I'm saying? You're not getting a big name. You're not getting someone who's like oh, on everyone's radar. I also radar. don't think Joe Burrow is the number one overall pick either. Regardless, you're not. You're you know not. Who I think is the number one overall pick. Who? Chase Young. Mm. I don't know. He's, he's so good. He's so good. But you get someone who's a project, like you said. Yeah. And you let him learn behind Tannehill. The tutelage. Yeah. What a fun word, by the way. Tutelage. And, and I think that's I think that's what happens. I think Tannehill has – I think this year was – I mean, he played really well. I think next year he's going to be – he's going to come down a little bit, but he's still going to be a good quarterback. And then he's just going to be old. And at that yeah. point he needs to be replaced. And he could be a solid backup. So who knows? What do you think Mariota does? What happens to him? Oh, man. Um, Where does Mariota's he go? Mariota's going to go – let me think about who needs a quarterback. The Bears need a quarterback, and Mariota Mariota could fit the mold there. I mean, we kind of run crazy plays and spread the ball. So, I mean, that's he was a possibility down there in the trade deadline, apparently. Yeah. Um, the Giants don't need it because they have Daniel Jones. The Jets don't because they have Darnold. Um Steelers won't because Ben Roethlisberger will be back next year. Um, ooh, maybe, maybe the Jags. The Jags could probably get him for cheap <sighs> Dude, if they I, get rid of. I'd Foles. jump off a building. If it's a possibility, um, I'd jump off a building. Ooh, he could go to the Chargers because I think Philip Rivers. Okay, Phillip, I still can see that actually. Philip Rivers is probably done there, and they tend to spread the field. Yeah. Um, there's not a lot of places because I mean I'm. No matter what, he's getting a job. He's getting a good contract. He's gonna be a, a maybe. Maybe the ba- no, not not the Bengals because the Bengals are, the Bengals might. Well, I guess it, I take that back. My Chase Young overall 
draft pick because if the Bengals the Bengals should lock up the number one pick. Yeah. They will probably get Joe Burrow because they don't want Andy Dalton anymore and then whoever their backup is. Um, so, yeah, Joe Burrow might go number one, so he might go to the Bengals. Um, but, I mean, wherever Mariota goes, he's going to be a backup because I can't think of so, too many too many places right now that need a He's going to be a backup wherever like, he goes. Yeah, because there's a and lot of – And he's probably going to have a pretty affordable contract. Do you think there's a possibility the Titans are like, hey, like, here's a contract – you can oh, stay they give here. Him a mercy deal? Yeah, you can stay here, and we'll see. Do you and think you fight for a job? Yeah, mm. he's not going to get it. No, but like, there's no if guarantee I'm, that no. Tannehill is going to be the quarterback if I'm, for much if longer, even, based off his age. Even if the Titans offer you like a here's a mercy deal, we feel bad for you. Here's a here's a you know one year, ten million dollar deal. Yeah. If I'm Marcus Mario and I'm just like, hey, thanks for the opportunity. I'm just gonna go be a backup somewhere and make yeah make more money and do less. True. Because I mean, he, I'm just trying to. Think I of think Marcus Mario Marcus Mariota leaves Tennessee no matter what, and he becomes one of the highest paid backups yeah. in in the I, league. I Titans could, history has taught me that I am terrified of not having. Probably, I'm not. I'm terrified. I'm not having one of the best backup quarterbacks yeah. in the league because like our quarterbacks my, throughout our entire history yeah. always fucking go down at some point. Yeah. If you wanted to ask me where do I think Marcus Mariota goes to play backup, I could probably give you a better list. Yeah. I bet he goes to the Chiefs. Yeah. I mean that, go, that was rumored during the at the trade deadline. Yeah. I when bet he. I bet Mahomes he would, was out. Yeah. I bet he would go to the Chiefs because I don't think the Chiefs have a very good, solid backup under Mahomes, and. You know, if if Mahomes goes down, and then hey, they got Mariota, who's kind of like almost the same skill set as Mahomes. Yeah. Um, he could be a backup at an Oakland because I think Oakland's going to get rid of Glennon. Yeah. Um. Uh, Las what, Vegas. Not Oakland. Excuse me. Yes, the the I'm always. It's gonna be like the, San the Diego Chargers, Chargers are still. Yeah, they're still San Diego to yeah. me. It's it's just weird. I don't, I I don't think I don't think I don't think the San, the excuse me. I don't think the Chargers are gonna stick in L. A. I honestly think they're gonna move again in like five to ten years. Really? Yeah. No even, one goes to even, their games, even though they're building that big ass stadium. I'm gonna be completely honest. I think moving both those teams to Los Angeles is a mistake. Just. just it's, yeah. I think Los Angeles needed one team. They just wanted the stadium, man. That's all they wanted. The Rams to Los Angeles, I think, was an okay move. Oh yeah, I can I can mess around with that, but they should the have Los used. Why are the Chargers, man? The Chargers should have been the team that goes to Toronto, or they should have gone to no. a mar a, 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 because the no. NFL is going to expand to. No. to the I'm Chargers. You. The Chargers. No, the Chargers should not have moved. The Chargers had a good. Thing going. San Diego, San Diego wasn't going to build them, build them a stadium. Oh, okay. Well, the, eventually they would have built them a stadium. No, I don't. I, mean, I don't believe the whole "oh, we'll never build you a stadium" bullshit. It. It. Eventually, you'll get a new stadium. And I know. I just. That's just the fan and like logical person. I mean, I know owners see everything differently because they're just like, "Oh, I build a new stadium. My profits go through the roof. It's big and shiny. Da -da 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 -da. I get all the bonuses and benefits of it." If I had to pick a, a franchise that needs to move. Give me the Jacksonville Jaguars. You're not wrong. Move them somewhere else. They do need to be moved. I'm, I'm just Jacksonville is just such a, such a weird 
market. So yeah, I mean, there's been. I don't get me wrong. When they, I mean, when they had their Super Bowl year in the first couple, or not Super Bowl. I'm sorry, AFC uh, Championship yeah, year. Yeah, the fluke year. Yeah, the fluke year. That honestly, they were never good. I think they. I honestly don't think they were ever good. They had a they pretty were, good secondary and a good defense. They were, but the, they were never good. Like they were the Mark Sanchez New York Jets that made it to the AFC yep. title game and almost beat the Patriots. Yep. Uh, Same opponent too. Yeah, it's the AFC title game. The Patriots are always in the AFC title game. I don't think the Jaguars have ever had much pull in that market. Like the other Florida teams, at some point in time, people have cared about. I don't think they have much of a fan base. Yeah. And the ones they do, I fucking hate. But uh, Duval. If any team is moving to England, it's it's ja- it's Jacksonville. I also another thing. I I what a stupid stupid idea. Moving a team. To I don't England. think you can move a team to England unless you, and the only way I can see a team in Europe working is if you have a division over there, which people have said over and over and over again. If you have a division over there, at least it cuts down on the travel for them uh, for what eight games of the year, and then they have some here and there over in the states. That's the only way I can see I, it working. I'm just so I'm so over this like never ending expansion. You Expansions got, expand. They're not ex- the NFL is okay. never going to expand. They're relocating. Right. Okay. The relocating bullshit. Like I'm so over it. You you have your your fan. Like you're really gonna tell me there's a possibility that the Dallas Cowboys move to Oklahoma City? No. No. Th- there's teams that will never move. I know. So, but there, there's a, there's there, a bottom there, tier of teams that are. That's are, my thing. Like, if there's teams that are never gonna move, then just just never move your team. Like, sure, if I'm gonna have to pick a team that should move, it should be Jacksonville. But I'm not moving them to London. I don't, it's gonna I, happen eventually, man. I know. I I know it's gonna happen. But I just it's just so stupid. Yeah. And I really this is this this is my hot take. You ready? I'm ready. It's gonna be my hot take. If the NFL moves a team out to London. And it's going to f- it two things. It's going to fail spectacularly. It's going to fail just astronomical numbers. I bad. don't. But second, second thing that will happen, the Nash the the National Football League and the NFL will will do that. They'll move they'll move a team out to London. Everyone's going to hate it. The teams are going to hate it. It's just over all all around dumb. The XFL takes the number one spot. <laughs> okay, that's that's bold and wrong. That is, that is a st- <laughs> like I said, it's my that's super bold hot and take. wrong. That is my super super scalding hot. That is really really dumb, stupid, really dumb hot take. But here's the thing: the NFL is gonna the NFL is gonna just do something so stupid, and it's gonna. I'm and here's, the XFL gonna take over. The NFL needs to be knocked down a peg. I agree with you there. The XFL needs to get their shit together. And be like, hey, you're not the only game in town anymore. You need to stop doing all the bullshit that you're but doing. That's not going to happen. What well, I mean, if no. the, the first time, the first time the XFL was around, it it definitely didn't do that. But there was things from the XFL that were popular enough that the NFL was like, we should do that. Like the 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 fly cam. Yes, they're shit called like they're that. called sky cams. Sky, whatever. Um, I think the XFL has an opportunity. Has an opportunity to do that again. I don't think they'll the NFL overtake took the NFL. Most though. of, if not all, of the broadcasting um, ideas that the XFL has. Yeah. Most most of the things that you see in a NFL broadcast now, like the cameras in the cheerleaders' locker room, right? No. Do you remember that? 
there is an XFL game. My mom wouldn't let me watch the XFL. There was an XFL game where they were like, at halftime, we're going into the cheerleaders' locker room. And, like, if that happened today, people would be fucking burning down the stadium. Woke woke culture would kill people. As they should, because that's fucked up. Anyways. Very bad. uh, I think, because you you said if they put a team in London, it would fail. I don't think it would fail because people wouldn't go. I think people would go. I think the team would be bad because of how much they have to travel and how yes. exhausted the players exactly. would be yeah. and can how you, can you goddamn imagine? expensive it would be to move yeah. the operation to and from the States for half of the season. Yeah. Can you imagine being the poor bastard who has to be on that team? Yeah. They're going to be, they're going to be jet lagged to hell. I think they had a chance to make this work when NFL Europe was around. The NFL Europe, they didn't have, they didn't have. It wasn't, att- the it was attendance wasn't league. as good as the NFL. It was obviously, a minor league. It was it was minor. That's league. why the attendance wasn't. But what good they should have done it was treated as a minor league. What they should have done if they really wanted to expand into Europe. Shout out T Martin, by the way. He played. Shout the, out T Martin. The, what they should have done yeah, if they really wanted to expand Europe, into NFL Europe. Europe. The rain fire. The rain fire, man. Our first ever podcast. We we jerked them off for about thirty minutes. It wasn't the first ever podcast. Well, the first podcast anyways t martin appreciation day anyways still my favorite podcast what the nfl should have done (laughs) when they when they ended operations for nfl europe if they were really interested in moving into that market right right which they were because after nfl europe collapsed they kept playing in europe every single year afterwards for at least one game um they should have taken the top four teams in revenue and attendance and made a division from four existing teams <gasps> in Europe. Oh my God, ne- I have an idea. Go on. There is a division. There should be a division in Europe. Okay. Okay. But it's the four worst teams that play in America. You get relegated. And you to get Europe. relegated to Europe. <laughs> <laughs> You get relegated to Europe, <coughs> and the top two, the top two get to move back to America, and God. the bot it start it starts out the bottom four, the bottom four are sent to Europe, and then the top you as an NFL city lose a team. Yes, what do you think about this idea, Chasen? Chasen. <laughs> so you know that there You're is nowhere near a mic, by the way, Chase. So you you know that the NFL is mulling over the idea. If you're gonna of, talk, be near a mic. <laughs> Of the idea that there could be a team in, in London and in Europe. What if, to make this a good idea, what if you put the four worst teams in NFL America and you send them to Europe and they battle it out for a year in their own separate division? They they, they don't even play each other. Or they, they only play they only play each other. And maybe they have like a couple of games. I don't know. I don't know the logistics of how this would work. But it's so it, it's four it's four teams, okay, they battle it out, and the top two get to come back to NFL America <laughs> and then the uh, the worst two that were in NFL America go and replace those two spots and then they just they keep it's it's promotion relegation in NFL. Is this a really bad idea or is this a bad idea? So, like, where in Europe are the Titans going to go? Um, I was thinking Dusseldorf. Okay. You know what, Chase? Give me the fucking mic. Get away from me. 
We were six and one in our last seven games. The Dusseldorf Titans. Give me the Dusseldorf Titans. We're actually good now. The Dusseldorf Titans. No, what if no (laughs) Yeah, Marley, tell us how you feel. Speak. What if no no what this is what's gonna happen. They're gonna they're gonna keep their names, they're gonna keep their branding. It's it it's it's gonna be a lot like how it's the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. So okay, stupid. so it's gonna be like the Tennessee Titans of Dusseldorf. I hate you for one for one whole season. I hate right? you. You can't tell me you don't you don't want to see the 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 Jacksonville Jaguars of Budapest. That sounds dumb. <laughs> but you'd still watch it. No, <laughs> you're right because they'd be playing on a different time zone. We'd Aaron, all be asleep. Your idea. Is fun and silly, and something that I would like to see added as a feature in Madden. It will never work in real life, and I don't think you think it'll work in real life. No, it won't work. But it'd be but really it's funny. fun to watch. Yeah, you can't tell me you wouldn't watch the Jacksonville Jaguars at Budapest. I probably would. Uh, dude, it's the longest podcast we've had. Let's cut it off here. That was all the time. I mean, we we put three topics on Twitter and we covered them all. Oh, Chase wants more talks. More talks. This is Jason. Uh, Jason. Jason. Uh, so what happens when you send an NFL team to Europe and the fans are more excited about it than we are? You, I don't understand your question. So, like, they treat an NFL game like a soccer game in Europe. Oh, and so, so are you saying, like, oh, no one like showed up for like Jacksonville Jaguar games in Jacksonville, so they moved them. <laughs> they, they moved them. <laughs> And they, they move they them, move to, them, they like, move them to Dusseldorf, and there's the 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 attendance, the it's, attendance it's is the Jacksonville the Jaguars of Dusseldorf, and they they, well, they have get, way more get attendance. This. Well, yeah. here's the thing: they'll they'll be like, oh yes, we get the Dusseldorf Jaguars, but of Jacksonville, of Jacksonville. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, have you fucking seen uh, Ajax Amsterdam fans, the soccer team? You put a Who? fucking a- Ajax. I mean Ajax, Ajax whatever. You put a fucking. At least you didn't say Ajax, which Ajax, is a Ajax Turner. Uh, you put you put a fucking soccer team in Amsterdam and get those fans fucking into it. I mean, I cannot wait to see the Oakland Raiders of Amsterdam. Oh God. Uh. Oh, okay. Or are they, Chase. Or, or are, Chase. They the, or are they the Oakland Raiders of Las Vegas of Amsterdam? Ch- Jason. <laughs> he who shall not get. <laughs> Guess who shall not be named? The actual Parthenon. (laughs) Guess who shall not be named? We're gonna go back to the very first segment of this podcast before we cut it off. We may turn this into another podcast entirely, which you may be interested in in helping produce, develop. Uh, It's called Fed Talk. Fed Talk. It's like TED Talks, but with food. Thank you for attending my Fed Talk. Yeah. Um, I came up with the name. Aaron. Is it a good name or a bad name? It's a good name. Anyways, why are cha- you humping me? He he gave a, a, a provatory hump. This is Chasen, um, by the way. You've had this food before, Chasen. Uh, Aaron had never had a chicken Sammy from uh, Hugh Babies. You had to look at the bag because you forgot the name of the place. I did because I know it is the chicken sandwich place. Okay. Um, we 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 didn't okay. get chili cheese fries. I don't like chili cheese fries. Here's 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 the segment. Here's here's how it goes. We eat it, right? We process it. We start the podcast, and then we immediately say what we think about the experience. And I, by the way, we're directly copying this format from a Rooster Teeth podcast. It's fine. 
Uh, <laughs> we'll change it. But we eat it, we process plagiarism it. Plagiarism is fun. It's not plagiarism. It's a different name. And we're different people. We, we talk about how we feel about the experience in the restaurant, the presentation, how the food looks, the taste, and then we rate it on a scale of zero to 100. Zero being literally you're eating a handful of dog shit. 100 being one stimulant away from full ejaculation. So, Chicken Sammy from Hugh Babies. Let's hear your review. I know you didn't just have one, but I know you've had them many times. Let's hear your review on the Chicken Sammy and give us your score from 0 to 100. <coughs> don't, tell him, don't tell him your score. Right. Until after he gets his score. Correct. My review, and I'm pretty harsh. Rev- My review. <laughs> My review. And I'm a pretty harsh reviewer when it comes to this kind of thing. So, Hugh Babies. The experience in the restaurant, average. They get me my food, I leave. It's it's okay. Yeah. Right? <laughs> exactly. It's clean. Like I never I've never had a problem there, but I've never been blown away, right? Yeah. yeah. So like, yeah, cool. Like it's a place where they make your food. Yes. Um I've never actually eaten in the restaurant. So right. And when I, we went there it didn't look like there were a lot of people that do that in general. Um Go fucking after church on a Sunday and there'll be a line out the door. Oh, really? That's the only time that place is fucking full. Okay. But, like, it's usually pretty busy, but, like, after church on a Sunday, it's like. I guess we did go at the like 5 30. Yeah, the line's out the door on Sundays. Most of the time when you go there during the week, it's a line of people waiting for takeout orders, um, which is cool. Like, some, that, that's, that's a really great business strategy. Um, you don't have to clean up after people. Um, the food, however, this is where things get kicked up a notch. Uh, <laughs> Hugh Baby's chicken sandwich. Granted, I don't like pickles that much, but I will eat pickles on a Hugh Baby's chicken sandwich because. I'll give you the mic right back. Aaron, give tell him what you do with fucking pickles. This man's this a fuck. This man's a monster. I don't. I don't do it with all pickles. I can't, mm. I, I I I tried to explain it to you. I only do it with chicken sandwiches. Okay. Because pickles on a chicken sandwich is a normal thing. Yeah. I hate pickles on a burger. Okay. I hate it. But chicken is a different thing. Uh huh. So, I will go to Chick Fil A or I will Popeyes or now Hugh Babies, and I'll ha- order it as is: pickles, sauce, chicken. But I take the pickle off. So that I can at least get the flavor of the pickle mm. on the bun, because I hate the texture of pickles. Okay, I, fair. I've done he that thinks, before. He thinks I'm a madman and a you're serial a, killer. You're uh, a crazy person. So, all right, Brian's wrong. Uh, <laughs> What's new? <laughs> What's new? So, if you don't like it. Don't eat it. Tell me more, cake is bread, bitch. Cake is bread. All right, I am not giving you back the mic during the cake <laughs> is bread argument. <laughs> In the pod. <laughs> so let me let me finish my statement. Okay. Go. Uh, so the chicken sandwich, I will eat the pickles until I can't stand the pickle anymore, and then I will take the pickle off and still have the pickle flavor on the bun. I agree. Yes. Um, the sandwich itself, I've gotten I've gotten white meat. I've gotten dark meat. I could tell it's not like a frozen patty that they slapped on a bun. It's juicy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a rat. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, I, it's juicy. It's dot 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 juicy. 
question mark. It's no, it's not. It's a statement. The sauce itself gives it a nice little savory kick. Like, I'm aroused right now. Uh, by the way, this is <laughs> the bun. The bun's probably the least impressive part, but the it it soaks in the goodness of the juicy and <laughs> the savory. Uh, savory, juicy. And let let me tasty. Let me, wait, wait. Let me let me top this off real quick, because at that point you've got a good chicken sandwich. God, right? you're having sex with my ears right now. You've got like a really good chicken sandwich. Yeah. But then they put this sauce on there. Yeah. What's that, the sauce called? <sighs> no one no knows one what the sauce is called. It it's called take this chicken sandwich and slap it and make it. A better chicken sandwich. That's what the sauce is called. Yep. Yeah. 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 They're working. It's a working title. There's an acronym, but it's kind of <laughs> kind of. It's really. <laughs> it's, it's not efficient. It, at all. You're right. You might as well just say it. Uh, so after you put that sauce on there, that adds the sweet to the juicy, to the savory, and now there's this sweet, sweet. I'm gonna. I'm calling the police. Oh, Why did you like, give him wait, the mic? Wait, wait, wait. Why did like, you give him the mic? But I'm not even done yet. Oh, because um, that's this, unfortunate. This <laughs> this sauce adds a different element. It adds like a sour element. But that's what the pickle is for. Yeah, but forget the pickle. We're on the sauce right now. Okay. The sauce. Saucy. <laughs> It takes it just elevates the sandwich above any other sandwich. But not it wins the chicken sandwich wars. It wins the chicken sandwich wars. Okay, so what agree. so what are you rating it? Yeah, zero. zero out of a hundred. Seventy-seven. Wow. Wow. Wow, he's straight up that's that's a take. You go hold on. You go on you this whole build like, it sensual, up to Yeah, this sensual you build it up. My my dick has been in this in the buns. I am just thrusting in and out. You, I'm getting the sauces just all lathered up on my wiener. On this journey yeah. to give it a goddamn seventy seven. You, you just blue balled this chicken sandwich. Even are you Aaron, who was me? like, "Are uh, you kidding me?" Even I, Aaron I gave was it an like, "82." Yeah, he's like, "It's an okay sandwich." You give it an eighty-two. Yeah. I give it an eighty-five. No, you, you don't get a rescore. What? I'm not rescoring. I'm sticking at seventy-seven. What? You gave so you gave the sandwich itself that score. You didn't account for the restaurant. I said restaurant average. Yeah, I'm rating the food, not the the, the atmosphere. Brian said the whole experience. With the sandwich. Let me, let me see. Not the, not the damn restaurant. Now, there's been a fundamental miscommunication here. We talk about the experience, but we're rating the food. Okay. Yeah. Now, so rate the food. Now, we'll give Jackass. you... Jackass. <laughs> how much does that change your... Because if I were to rate the experience and the presentation along with the sandwich... Probably dropped me around to like an 80-82. So, uh, you know, it, does that change? Does it just the food? If you had a blind Take out the restaurant. And they and gave you the food. the sandwich. How do you feel? 84. Okay. I can, I, can, I can work with that. Now, do we need to adjust our scale to account for experience for future 
Oh, that's uh, I don't know. Don't tell no, me. I don't to, think don't that's tell a, me to that, No, I don't think the restaurant has anything to do. Because you can go to some straight up like shotgun shacks, fall. You know, wallpapers falling off the wall, and the whole building's falling apart. But that's some of the best food you ever had in your life. That, that's true. So, and but okay but still don't don't tell me to talk about the experience if you don't want me to add it into the rating okay uh hey well why don't you yeah no longer yeah. okay cool yeah like yeah but let me explain my but let me go ahead and say for that snarky comment you just said go fuck yourself <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> uh last bit the reason i gave it an 84 84 as opposed to a higher score the bun brings it down Agreed. The I think the bun at Chick Fil A is better than the bun oh, at. We're not at, talking at, about that wet garbage. Um, <laughs> wow, <laughs> white garbage. He says white garbage. Wet, wet, wet garbage. Wet. I thought you said white garbage. I was like, what the hell? Wet, <laughs> soggy, moist. <laughs> Like, what are you? You are just taking shots at everyone right now. <laughs> Aaron over here with the hot takes. Uh, okay. Um, so the bun brings it down to that brings it down to fifteen points. Um, fifteen. Yeah, that's. Ninety-five. That means that's like that's very very close to the most perfect thing that you can put in your mouth. Well, the bun is included, so it's not. I understand that, but you're saying that if that bun is what crispier. So if it's like a toasted bun, you see, would you well, prefer okay. a bri- brioche? Right, 13, Thirteen points. There's like levels to this, Saren. There's levels to this madness. Look at you! You're adding another fucking hour. This is gonna become like episode three of Fed Talk. Oh, I'm almost done. I'm capping this off at fifteen minutes from now, but let's keep going. I, I'm 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 about to cut myself off because okay, I have okay. something to do in like okay, two minutes. I'll, I'll plug in actually had something to do like three minutes ago um so the bun does bring it down maybe 15 agree points is, a, is a bit egregious 15 I'll say, is bonkers i'll say it brings it down about i'd say absolute 10. max is 10 yeah it brings it down my about 10. mine would have gone up about five more points if the bun was better mm-hmm uh, the, the rest of it's the so i i'm not gonna include the pickle because I, that's not something for me. Like, I'm not going to include that in my rating. It's part of the sandwich, but I'm not going to include my personal taste into the quality of the pickle. It's a good enough pickle that I'm going to eat some of it, so that's good enough, right? It should probably a damn good pickle. Um, but, yeah, the bun brings it down. That's my take. Jason out. <laughs> okay. Jason out. Jason. Um, so... I wanted to leave in my rating a little bit of wiggle room for future things that are clearly better than a chicken sandwich. Nothing for me, almost nothing, is going to break 90 unless it's from, like, like if I'm getting some, like, filet mignon at, like, a badass restaurant in Nashville, that might break 90. But, like, from a fast food joint, 85, honestly, is the highest honor you can get. Yeah, agreed. Like, the only way you could probably get 90 for me is it has to be, like, a fat, juicy, just 
perfectly breaded, nice and crispy. Yeah. The spicing is perfect. The bun is crispy. I think if you want to throw some sauce on there, the sauce has to just be, I mean, amazing where it's not overpowering the sandwich. The pickles, if you throw pickles on there, if you throw some type of other condiment, it all just per- it's just a perfect blend. You could get over 90. Yeah. You could get over 90. But the thing with that, though, is you're probably going to be paying 15 yeah. to $25 for a chicken sandwich. And that's just like my thing is like if I'm going to spend that much money on food, I'm going for the steak, my guy. Yeah. So that's kind of where my head was at with the first 77 along with the restaurant. I thought we were including that in, but that I was trying to leave some wiggle room for stuff that's clearly better. Which is fair, but you got to account. That's a damn good chicken sandwich. I think of our biggest the- I think our biggest thing was the way you described it. Yeah. The and way in my you, head I'm like, you, Chase is about to drop a fucking 90 and yeah, then you're like 70 you, you or whatever the hell you said. in your review. You made love in your review and you gave it a 77. It's we like it's like, like if you were about to buy like something on Amazon and you read like the first review and it's like three paragraphs long. It's like best thing I've ever had. So good. Three out of five stars though. You know, a hundred percent. But yeah, there's things that are clearly better. And when we get to those, Oh boy, you wait. (laughs) My body is ready. Okay. Based off of how much time this topic takes, because we talked about it for 15 minutes at the beginning and like 15 minutes at the end. This is a solid other podcast. We need to do it every at least once a month and just maybe if we do it once a month, review two items, two different places. If we do it every couple weeks, one item uh, and just have Fed Talk be its own thing. So if you have any suggestions on places to go, things to eat, uh, send them to us at Hasbin Sports on Twitter. If you're on Twitch watching this again later, leave it in the comments on Twitch. Uh, what you know, let us know. Um, but damn, this was a long podcast. We went two, over two, two hours, hours, three minutes. Yikes. Yeah. But, uh, if you, if you listen to this entire episode, we have pretty decent listen, listening base on, I mean, it's not a lot, but people listen to our shit on iTunes. Uh, I feel like this one is going to be something people are going to listen to on their drive home from work, on their drive to work the next day and on the drive back home from like, it's going to be like listen to in segments mm-hmm. um and when i when i tweet this out later i'm literally going to go in and timestamp when topics are so people can go through and be like i don't want to hear about food let's skip straight to nashville sc and they can skip to like the 15 minute mark or whatever it was but uh awesome anyone we we've we peaked at like eight viewers at one point shout out to the uh, people on twitch during the nashville sc stuff and then they kind of tailed off which tends to happen uh if anyone who's stuck around, you're badass. Um, thank you for watching, Love listening, you. sorta. Yeah. Uh, uh, again, if you want to follow us for garbage content, you can follow me at Aaron Grisham two four seven, and you can follow me on Twitter, Brian Taylor. My name is Brian Taylor. You can follow me at I'm Brian Taylor, like I M, the letter I, right? the letter M, Brian Taylor. And you can follow has been contributor Chasen. Absolutely nowhere because he's not real. This has been a figment of your imagination. He's actually a ghost. Actually a ghost. Yes, we're he's haunted. The- yes. <laughs> okay. Thank Juicy. you for watching, listening. However you consume this podcast, Love I you. gotta Bye. set up for a live stream in an hour. So goodbye.